Channel Condition with Michael. Yeah, no, there's nothing to talk about. Jonathan. You're raising my blood pressure right now. Woo! And Peter. No, I'm glad he's like suffering. Okay, well, uh, welcome to Red Channel Condition, a podcast for nerds. Amalgamated dorkery. I like that. Amalgamated dorkery. That's good. I might, I might copyright that and sue you later. <laughs> it's a non-fungible token. We can't be sued. New York is legalizing recreational marijuana, it looks like. We've heard this before. Yeah, I mean, you know, if, if they actually do it, which it looks like they're going to, it's been, you know, it's, it's been long enough. Like, they... Like it's to the point where even Jersey was doing that shit. So like what what like what the actual fuck? Like it took long enough. I'm glad that's happening. Well, that's probably why they have to. At this point, if Jersey's doing it, then that's just tax money that we're missing out on. Right. I mean, geographically, like every neighboring state has done this now. So they are in fact leaving money on the table. My question is that did they I if I'm not mistaken, one of the reasons this didn't get done last time was that they just didn't want to give blacks money and minorities that were actually affected by a lot of the policies over the last few decades in terms of what they did with marijuana. And I guess my first question is, do we know if any of that was resolved? Or how, how is the money going to be doled out? Do we know that? Well, it's not actual money, right? It was just whether you can get permits or, you know, who, like, can, who get can get permits the and, correct yeah. licenses and permits. Right. According to the Bloomberg article that you were looking at or whatever, it wasn't anything specific with regards to that. You know, they described it as having, you know, gotten past an impasse in you know that negotiation. Uh, right. So, you know, mm. no, we're not sure if it's going to be, you know, like some kind of like hard dollar amount or like a hard amount of people that are allowed to get new uh the license to sell or whatever i think what they uh, are gonna end up doing will probably be something similar to what they're doing in uh, jersey right like so i think there's like a commission you know that they made to to discuss uh how to legalize weed in the state and you know they put the they put like a a diverse balance of people in that commission so, you know, all of these issues were addressed in an equitable way, allegedly. Okay. I see. So basically, if I wanted to open a store that sold weed, I'd have to have you co-sign I mean, that store, you know, get to get it, me it in would, front of that it commission. It would be best for business. It would be best for business. <laughs> you. I, I, I can't wait for you to have like a, a representative fee and you're just signing your name to like dozens of these stores popping up around see now that's reparations i can get behind right there i'm, I'm okay with that right well there you go you know, that that'd be like being a p like p just fucking stamps you know, uh architectural designs and shit like yeah. that even if they're not even where the thing is being built yep. yeah build put put that yep, fucking right. thing right next to the grade school <laughs> do it right now i don't give a shit that would be ten thousand dollars <laughs> i'm a consultant yes yes that's yes. free market right. your signature is worth that much now but you know, I'm, if they're doing, you, know, I'm sure they'll figure out a good way to do it. And frankly, you know, I don't care, you know, about the nuts and bolts of it. And you, know, I'm saying that as a black guy, like I just, I think it's much more important that the thing get done, and then we worry about the nuts and bolts of it later. I, I agree. Yeah, I mean, no one should be doing like three to three to life yeah. in Sing Sing. You know, which is basically yeah, what it was like before. That, I think that would do so much more for people in general, you know, beyond even you know, who gets to have a little shitty CBD shop in in Brooklyn Heights or something like that, or in you know, uh, somewhere in Ulster County. Like, it doesn't fucking matter. 
Right. And, and you know, if I'm not mistaken, like the, the situation being in the other states where like, you know, OK, they've done this for a few years now and society hasn't collapsed and you don't have cars driving into brick walls and plowing into schools and shit. <laughs> so um, yeah, I, I'm excited. I'm excited as a yeah. New Yorker that we're finally getting this done. Yeah, it took it took long enough. Like it's 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 great to finally join, you know, you know, elevated logical modern citizenry like the other half of the u.s apparently like, i feel like half the u.s is already on this like how the fuck did new york city take the longest possible time for this well it's not the city i'm sure if it was left to the city they would have done it yeah it's the state yeah. it's those white people in fucking you know ithaca that are like no the weed might take over my children right <laughs> meanwhile they're like you know put down the meth pipe we can't have weed though <laughs> I've got no horse in this race. Yeah, you sold your pot stocks, right? Literally no horse in this race. I don't smoke it. I don't I don't even gamble it on it anymore because like <laughs> nah, I fuck sold that. those I'm stocks. I'm holding those motherfuckers. If they're really going to legalize it, you know, then I'm going to sit and then I'm going to sell the news. Cuz you you don't want to hold it forever, but you want to hold it to make some money. Well, that's right. You know, I might I might take a look at ETFs so just so I can get some broad coverage. You know, but I don't know enough about any particular company or what they're doing or any of the strains that matter to actually start making bets. I'm rolling the dice. Yeah, it sounds like you need a consultant. <laughs> wow. Hey, John. <laughs> when I open that CBD shop, you can That's be right. my consultant and attend all of those wow, community right. meetings. Well, how does this affect like um, like people's jobs and shit? Like, will they still be able to test you and all that kind of stuff? Or Yeah. That is a very interesting question. Like, you can't show up drunk to work, even though alcohol is... Well, legal. sure, but I mean, yeah. uh, testing someone to be like, yes. oh, you're high is a little bit di more difficult than ob someone obviously drunk. Like, when people are drunk, they're obvious. Like, you can be obviously high, too, I guess, but it doesn't necessarily mm -hmm. yeah. work like that. Well, it stays in your system for, like, a couple of weeks, right? So that could be but the like, issue, you too. Know, if you use, like, the, the alcohol argument, yeah, I got wasted last night, but I'm not drunk now at my job. I'm sober, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, how do you deal with that? Like, how do you do a traffic stop, for example, if you're, you know... Right. Yeah, like, if, if you didn't smoke any weed at all that day, but it stayed in your system from, you know, two days ago or something like or that. Or two weeks ago right. or something, you, you know. know. Do, you, do you get a ticket because you had smoked weed before, you know? Well, they would still need cause to pull you over. So if, if they pull you over, right, they smell it on you and you look like it, well, yeah. <laughs> you know yes. how black you were going, do, do sir? They, do they do they need cause though? Do they? Now, if that cause is black, that's a cause. We've long established that that's well, a cause. Pot's one of those. I, I don't know. Pot's one of those smells that like lingers. Or even if you're like, say, say, say you're a gentleman like myself, and you live with a roommate who constantly smokes pot. I might walk mm -hmm. out of the house smoking pot without even have without having smoked it. You know. So. Yep. I look forward to making a lot of money trying to trying to. Uh, come up with corporate policies yes. regarding I have I have to believe use. that the compliance for this is going to be something else and like the law firms that deal with this about to get rich should have studied pot law yes yeah <laughs> <laughs> but in general you know I don't think it would change hiring practices doing pot isn't a protected class well yeah I mean like let's say let's say you're a cab driver I mean you don't obviously you don't want to be caught smoking yeah. high but I mean who's yeah. Who's fucking king shit of fuck mountain to tell you that you can't smoke on your off time? And then if you 
test positive because you smoked pot a week ago, should you lose your job? I don't think so. I don't think so. But, you know, unless smoking pot becomes one of those protected classes and... For my glaucoma. Yeah, right. You know, so you're, you're, you're probably still at the mercy of HR and whatever hiring hiring practices your company has. Although, if you were a doctor, you should just start writing that shit. Oh, yeah. Medically necessary. <laughs> <laughs> I'm that, stressed. That's another, like... Yeah, that's another $600 signature that you can just start <laughs> passing out. Uh, I, I need, I need like, black market prescription pads. Like, you know, just the, the little pads that doctors sign that has a little RX note on it. I knew somebody who stole those and just wrote their own prescriptions. Jesus. Yeah. They should sell those. I'm not even, I, can't, I can't even cover all the... All the legal wrongs that is. <laughs> oh, that's wrong? I shouldn't do... Oh, okay. I'll, I'll stop. <laughs> that entire block of information just redacted. That conversation didn't happen. <laughs> <laughs> so I guess I guess you have no stake in the game, Mike. John, do you give a half a rat's ass about this? And if so, will this increase your pot intake or... Uh, no. I mean, I definitely, I'm definitely holding you know, stock in you know, some of these things. Uh... So I do have a horse in the game, I guess a horse in the race. Um, I definitely want uh, legalization to occur. Um, <laughs> Me too. I'm like, on the record. One thousand percent. What I like, I'm very. I would be very interested. Like we were talking about in you know, what the uh, ethics and compliance will be for like jobs or for you know, for example, like what will happen to random drug testing and stuff like that. You know, because that might be a way that you could legally get rid of. Uh, employees that you might not otherwise be able to do so for, right, or right, you might right. you might be able to you know reduce the headcount in certain locations that you may not want to hire people from or for. You know you might you know there there might be a tendency for certain types of employees or certain types of uh, employers to have people that smoke more, and so if those testing are random, you could just well you know you're not supposed to be here. You know so sorry. You know, so that that's the that's the kind of shit that I'm I'm personally interested in, but that's not going to stop me from like from wanting to legalize any of this. Right. What what was the state that decriminalized everything? Not Oregon, right? It was one of those. I I think it was Oregon. Okay, and society hasn't collapsed there either, no. right? No. You know, like you can you can buy meth just fine. You can just have. Crack well, it's this. not in a vending machine, but I mean, you're not going to get prosecuted. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean. <laughs> You swipe your card, get some meth rocks. Oh, that would be Jesus. <laughs> In a perfect world. No, society hasn't gotten there yet. We haven't reached the utopian Star Trek society yet. Well, I'd like to replicate four meths, please. <laughs> Working. <laughs> <laughs> Why don't we start with what's going on with Andrew Cuomo and stay focused on New York? Mm. So I, I read a little bit about, uh, he's got increasing numbers of women. Last count, I think it was like, between, between like seven and 10 or something that are speaking out against it. And most of the stuff I've heard so far has been, you know, I, I'm not going to say it's harmless, but but I am going to say, I don't, I don't know if it's like sexual assault. It's kind of like when an old creepy man flirts with you and you just want him to go away. And I'm not excusing it. Um, he kind of explains this away as, oh, I'm just from that old school mentality where you know, you slap a girl's ass and, and you tell her she did a good job and, you know, I'm from the old country, so that's how we do things. And I don't know if that's really such a good excuse for the guy who's, who's you know, at the top of the food chain and a governor of a state. Wait, wait, wait. Was that actually a quote or 
Uh, no, I think he, he was. Really I think say? he was. I think he did say something to the effect of, "I'm from like an older mentality." I yes. think he is the way he put it. Oh he, wow! He, okay. He, he so he needs a PR guy. Yeah. All he right. Said yeah. So, he said that, and he blamed cancel culture for uh, right. blowing this out of proportion, <laughs> which is you know my okay. my favorite right. argument for anything ever is the the cancel culture boogeyman, right? So like, you know. Whenever, whenever you get caught out there doing some fuck shit, like it's not that you actually did it; it's that you, know, it's it's actually you know some some spooky boogeyman that came out and tried to cancel you. Meanwhile, you know, like your dad was the fucking governor of the state for like fourteen million years, and you're richer than several Jizai, and you were the AG, right? So, but he's not a politics guy, John. Right? He's, right. he's not a politics he's, guy. He's not, he's not an insi- <laughs> he's not an insider politician. He's just he's not in the he's not in the in club, right? You he's, know. He's just the son of the guy who the bridge is named after. Okay. <laughs> right, right, right. right. <laughs> just I also, I love that argument where it's like, you know, oh, I'm just out of touch. I'm out of step a little bit. But hey, vote for me to be your fucking leader, right? right. Like, I'll march you into the future, right? Right. <laughs> you know, this, I feel like this, this topic will have me here for like the rest of time, specifically because I am, you know, a staunch uh, Andrew Cuomo hater. I have well, been. I hate Andrew. I hate Andrew Cuomo, and I hated him back back when it when it wasn't cool. When yes. he was like everyone was sucking his dick about, oh, he's so he's such a leader. Look at him handle the pandemic, and he's on TV. I'm like, this guy's a fucking douchebag. Yeah, I, I was, and he's, <laughs> I, I was, I was hating Cuomo fucking you know five to ten years ago. Like you yeah, can, decades like, ago. Hon- right? Honestly, like if y'all like like I even got the receipts. Like you could literally search for the word Cuomo in your Hangouts chats and see who was saying it. And chances are it was me in 2015 talking shit about this motherfucker. My God. Look at you like hipster Cuomo here. Yeah, I, was, I hated okay. Cuomo before it was cool. No, but like that that, right. that dude's a fucking stooge. You know, let, let's, you know, let's go beyond, you know, the, the, you know, this, the assault or whatever, right? Like I, I'm kind of in the same boat, you know, with, with Peter, like, I'm not, you know, saying that, you know, these things are not real. I'm not, you know, excusing the behavior. You know, like, it's it's about the power dynamic. Like, when you're a person in power, like, you shouldn't be doing fuck shit. You know, so if you get caught out there, just take your L and shut the fuck up, right? Now, yeah. all right, but here's my question. What does taking the L mean? Does taking the L mean he should? Now, I, I hate Andrew Cuomo. I don't like him. I don't want him to be governor. But is this sufficient reason for for people to sh- to point their finger at him and say, bad man, you should step down? I mean, you could you could say that if you want, you know, and people are and people were going to do it anyway. And, you know, people I mean, if we're going to be, you know, uh, objective about these things, you know, we should be doing that because, you know, that's what happened with you know, the previous president. That's what happened with Andrew Weiner. That's what happened with Elliot Spitzer. That's what happened with fucking you know, what's his face, Bill Clinton. That's what happened with uh, uh, Al Franken. So, like, generally speaking, you know, like. You right. Know, this this sort of thing, you know, whether or not anything happens is one thing, but you know, you can ask for it until the cow comes home. I feel like this is a weird catch 22 because the people who actually do admit wrong and step down or are forced or, you know, take the L always end up being Democrats. Yes. And the Republicans sure, are like, yeah. I'm going to I'm going to sit here and give this like press conference in blackface and not give a shit, <laughs> not give a shit about any of this cancel culture. You're all babies and all this shit. And they don't give a fuck. And, and they still stay in office. No one forces them out. Sometimes they get reelected and, and it just goes on and on and on. But if a Democrat does it, oh, you know, OK, fuck, you know, time to step down. I did the wrong thing. Yep. 
And I, I've heard the argument that this is us kind of eating their own, you know? I, I agree with this concept, right? But it's one of those, mm-hmm. you know, like, don't hate the player, hate the game type of thing, right? Like, right. you know, it's true that it is like eating our own. But like it's, I don't know how to to fix that, right? Because the other, like the like that's one of those things where you know, the other side you know, is not you know, disarming itself, right? Like the only way that the only way that it could work you know, differently is if everyone chooses to unilaterally disarm, right? Like so everyone can you know, everyone collectively chooses you know like we don't give a shit about this, or everyone equally collectively chooses we do give a shit about, this, right? Right. And that, I think that's that's where the the rub kind of lies, because, you know, the Democrats kind of dif- differentiate themselves by saying, oh, we're we're the party of integrity. We are going to admit when we make mistakes and we're going to have repercussions for them. Mm-hmm. Look at us. But then it it just it just ends with them stepping down and, you know, someone else getting elected. And, and, and the Republicans are like, yeah, fuck it. We're not doing that. And there's no real repercussion for them it doesn't matter so like we can say oh look at our morals you know all we want but the reality of the situation is we just end up losing seats <laughs> well i mean that's the uh that's the issue with marketing yourself as a good guy and not an anti-hero yeah an- anti-heroes are way cooler and good guys never win i mean it's in the slogan really. <laughs> yeah you know the punisher is out collecting bodies but you know batman Come on, the next day the guy's out. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I don't have the the answer to that. It's just um, it kind of sucks because it just feels like you know Democrats are the only people who even feign integrity and they're punished for it. I mean, if you look at Cuomo, right? There were a lot of comparisons to him being very Trump-like, and he's going by that playbook of just just ignoring the issue. And we don't have the votes to actually impeach yes. him. So it really doesn't matter. Right. So he's just going to keep doing his thing. Um, unless it comes out that he, like, you know, straight up Abner Louima some woman or something like that. Like, right. he's going to sit in that seat until 2022. And hey, I mean, mm-hmm. it's resulted in, you know, shit opening up more and legal weed and what have you. So, like, yep. you know, okay. You know, yeah. Whatever. I, I don't even know if it's going to be enough to get him out in 2022. Because people have short memories. There's there's but, no way he's going to win another. It's impossible. There's no way. It's not. Okay. Like, un- unless right. unless it's another one of those things where, like, nobody credible runs for governor again. Right? Because that's the reason why it happened the last time. Right? Like, they, you know, the, mm. the, only, the only person that ran against him was literally the lady from Sex in the City. Like... Right. She wasn't bad. She wasn't bad. Her 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 theoretical policies were quote yeah. not bad. Theoretically. <laughs> right. <laughs> the problem is, you know, she does not have any record on which to base the existence of those policies. It'd be like if I ran for governor. Theoretically, I could be a good governor. But if somebody wasn't mm-hmm. sure that I could be a good governor, I couldn't blame them for being skeptical. And I'll tell you with you know with my 2021 vision, right? The idea of, you know, people that don't, you know, that don't know shit saying, I don't know shit and I'm going to do fine. Like, I'm kind of... Kind well, <laughs> you know what? That's how that. Trump won. Yes, Trump exactly. won. Trump, Trump won like that. that that's yeah. what... It, he, he, that's his licked, point. Yeah. He's he, saying yeah, his he, 2021 vision. He, he licked his finger and, and the wind was blowing that like, oh, the people who have been in charge, they don't know how to do this right. 
I'm not that. I, I'm just something else. <laughs> Roll the dice, kids. Yeah. And he won. Yeah. And he almost so, won and, again. And he, yes, he did. And you know, if it if it wasn't for COVID, he, he would yes. have won again. So I, I don't want to leave. There's something to I it. Don't this means you need to run. Wow. Yeah, you do need. You to got run. my vote. I could, I could just run on a perf like a completely, you know, sadomasochistic populism uh, uh, platform. Like fucking everything sucks. I don't know shit. Fucking vote yep. for me. No, the public sucks. <laughs> Fuck hope. What's the worst thing that can happen? What's the worst thing that can happen? I could go full Bubsy. <laughs> yeah. I'd lo- I'd like to see how you would do. I'm sure it would be fun. I'd be disqualified instantaneously. Somebody would find some recording of like like this or whatever. They would, they would find me like like chasing after you, punching beehives, and then we would in, I would instantly be disqualified. Uh, I don't know what you're talking about. I never did that. Um, yeah. See now Fuck, that that was you. See now yeah, if you want to incriminate yourself. I I didn't I didn't. St- yeah. Why do you have to drag us down? See, with that, you? that was the thing. I didn't I didn't state who or what punched what beehives. <laughs> Like y'all, y'all here dry snitching on yourselves. I didn't say shit. I withdraw yeah. my statement. <laughs> Please, wow, that's right. <laughs> but yeah, I, I don't, I don't see it being viable for me to run for anything. Like there, I, I guarantee you, I have posted some sort of foolery somewhere that would instantly have me, you know, disqualified from Earth. So it's fine. <laughs> yeah. I guess I'm I guess I'm kind of a firm believer of you know, let the polls decide. You know, if people think that this guy is an asshole and for whatever reason, you know, they, they thought he was good enough to put in the office. But if this is the thing that is intolerable, you know, let him get voted out, I guess, is where I stand on it. I want to see how he danced around the like sending our grandmas to die. And it's like this is a thing that's going to that rocked his boat. This might have helped him. I feel like this took attention away from what he did with the fucking um, old folks homes. Yeah, (laughs) shit. You you know what? Yeah, we're we're nodding along like okay, yeah. Like no one's talking about the legitimate like colossal fuck up and lie that is actually like a real offense. Not to say that you know harassing people isn't a real offense. It is, but you know, saying you have a nice ass is not the same as being like, oh wow, eighty-seven grandmas died, and like (laughs) we're just gonna sweep that under the rug. Yeah, that's uh, it's it's pretty egregious. Like the sad thing is, like about that particular thing, I'm like almost more forgiven because the forgiving because the options for solving these problems as the virus came up were like all of them were bad, right? Like grandma was going to die in the home or at your house, and also give you like mom and you know, the grandkids COVID mm. and they would die. Look too. at wow. you with your reasonable perspective. It's, it's not, it's, there's, it's, there's no room no, in no, that. No, no. Here. It's, it's not, it's not, I'm, I'm not trying to be reasonable about it. I'm, I'm just saying, I'm just sorry. Saying. The Ruby on grandma's palm lit up and it was just time for her to go. <laughs> time for her to go. Sorry. <laughs> I do hear what, uh, what you said, you know, the, the harassment, Allegations are kind of unforced errors. You know, you just have to not be an yeah. asshole. And these things don't these things don't generally happen to people who just aren't assholes. Yes. You know? Right. Like both of these are bad, but that's the one this is the one that he did okay. because I hear, he did it. I hear you. I hear you. Like the COVID situation, maybe some things were out of his control. Best of a bad situation. But these harassments, like 
You're just an ass. You're, you're a dick. Well, if I'm not mistaken, the COVID situation really wasn't about him mismanaging these places. It was about him not reporting yes. the real numbers. That's that's yeah. what it was. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. You know? Yeah, that's right. There's a difference between being yeah. like, there's nothing I could do about it. Sorry, she's dead. And being like, oh, no, she's fine. Well, what, what ended, <laughs> you know. it wasn't COVID. It was, it was, it was, she got a cold. Wow. Right. No, what ended up, <laughs> what, like the, the issue with the nursing home reporting and stuff like that is that, so basically they were asking him to report about it and he was like, I'll get back to you on that. And just, well, that's not even a lie. Right. Well, I mean, <laughs> technically it is. That's not even a lie. Technically it is. That That's why it's like, I'm more forgiving on this. Cause like, Tech, mm. if, if if you're asked by someone, if you're asked by, for example, the president, even if the president's an asshole, right? If the president says, you know, like, you should tell me you exactly how many grandmas died. Yeah, but there could be more dying. There could be more dying right now. The number's going to change. I'll get back to you when COVID's over. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's, that's what happened. That is what happened. It's a legitimate <laughs> excuse to me. And then, you know, that's that's what was happening in other countries, other states, other, like, there, there's, when, 20 years from now, assuming that the Earth still exists, if we go back and look at this thing, there's going to be a lot of stories like this coming out from a lot of different localities. Like, a lot. Yeah. Yeah, it wouldn't See surprise that. me. But yeah, fuck Cuomo. Okay, so in summary, <laughs> Cuomo sucks, but maybe not for the reasons why everyone is angry at him. Uh, and maybe in addition to those reasons. Yes, that's uh, that's that's where I'm at. Okay, I mean I, that's pretty reasonable. I think finding agreement that Cuomo sucks is almost as easy as jumping on the dog shit that is the the Blasio. Oh, so you, you were like, you can't really lose there. He didn't hesitate to 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 look like. Oh, I love that. He was so good. God damn it. Yeah, I love that. Like the way he just turned around, was like okay. Yeah, I'm going to go for those kidneys yeah. now. Because, you know, he was on the back foot for so yeah, long. No, he, he was getting, I mean, he was, he is also shit. However, you know, now somebody <laughs> gets to be shittier than him for a minute. So he's like, yeah, right. fuck you. Look at that guy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Good for him. Yeah, this is. All right, we all need a win. Yeah, uh, de Blasio is the biggest L for New York City since the Knicks. So Every de Blasio has his Oof. day. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. I wanted to talk a little bit. About GameStop. Ah, yes. Mm, okay. Uh, GME. You know, GME. Yes. We all lost some. Some lost more than others. <laughs> uh, yes. You know, we we all we jumped in. Um, you tried to chase down that FOMO train, yes. and I I wanted to see like how you guys were dealing with it. Because we, you know, after we after we uh, you know, we sold our collective bags and kind of like, walked off into the sunset. You know, it was like one of those, oh, uh, yeah, we're just not going to talk about that. Yeah, uh, the the GME investment was the friends, the friendship that we made along the way. That was the best investment because it wasn't the profit. It certainly wasn't. Honestly, yeah, I, I have I have no real misgivings yeah. about what we did, honestly, because, look, we at the end of the day, we're all big boys. We chose to get in the game. And, you know, it, first of all, it was fun to do it with you guys. Yes. Second of all, I didn't, I, I lost a couple hundred dollars, whatever, fine. I don't hold it against you. I don't, or like, or feel bad or feel slighted or any, any of that shit. And honestly, for me, it's just like, yeah, I mean, it's like any other stock. You took a risk and you lost. Right. Like, you move on at the end of the day and you look to the next opportunity. And Okay. Oh, wow. Okay. I mean, 
like GME is just like as a stock, it's hilarious because you know, at this point nobody truly understands you know, what is you know, allowing it to exist. You know, like nobody quite <laughs> understands why you know, Reddit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Reddit is allowing it to exist. Like they straight up they, like I can, I honestly cannot wait to discuss this in in my classes. You know, like future business classes or whatever. Like how you, how basically you know, people memed the value of a stock into existence. And, you know, right yep. at this moment, like, so there's been a couple of, like, random dead cat bounces since, you know, back in, what was it, like, February or so when this was going, like, extra mm-hmm. ape shit. Like, it came back to life a couple, like, a week or so ago. It's yep. still hanging on, you know, illogically. It got, you know, I think the other day, you know, if it was either yesterday or today that they did, like, the, the earnings or whatever for GameStop for the fourth quarter. And they're, you know, it got, basically, you know, it reported that it was fucked but you know wait if i'm not mistaken though isn't doesn't this kind of speak to the basic fundamental principle like that money and our economy is based around which is things only have value if people believe they are valuable correct yes well yeah yeah so a bunch of assholes got together and believed that this was valuable and they made it valuable is that not the fundamental principle of money Right. You see, the economy is very much like this shape, this this pyramid <laughs> shape, right? Right. <laughs> this is where the people that earn the money are, and this is all the people yeah. that uh, distribute the losses are at the bottom of this pyramid. Mm, okay. You know. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. Maybe I have a very short memory or incredible pain tolerance, or maybe that's just what gets me off. But I've been in and out of it three times since we all jumped out. You're an asshole. <laughs> I can't believe you went back. You're in. an asshole. I went. I went back in. Um, this not time. just to, like. I, I went back in at first because I couldn't deal with losses. So after I evened out, you know, I went back in again because I was still in the red. And, and right now I'm currently out, but I don't know if I can stay away from, I guess, this blemish. Uh, on my on my investment record. So, how many times do you have to stick your penis in a beehive, thinking that you'll get honey, but all you get is stung? Mm. How many times will you have to do it to prove? But you never know, because that one time, that one time I get honey, that can change everything. I mean, you know, um, when we when we were younger, right? It's like, wow, he doesn't really drink, or no, we should take him gambling. Like, this kind of mentality is exactly the reason why I can't. You stayed away from drinking. Gambling, not so much, but... Uh, I mean, it took me a little longer. It took me a little longer. Because <laughs> there were some benefits to the gambling that didn't really show itself, you know, until much later. You know, the negatives didn't show themselves until much later. But yes. All right, yeah, so was, let me let me just ask this you. This is why. Uh, of the three times that you have been invested in GameStop, uh, how much money mm-hmm. have you made? He's like, I've made a lot of money. <laughs> yeah, no, no, I'm no, curious. No, you know, no, no, no. Throw out a number. I, I'm, I, I am up. Um, I am up like mm-hmm. maybe three or four. That's it. Dollars? Because that's three. No, <laughs> three or four hundred. <laughs> three to four hundred. Uh, that was it okay. because I was so. 
I was so deep in that hole. Yeah. I just needed to climb out. And now that I'm out, you know, I kind of have, you know, my conscience is clear, you know, like that, that, that nagging thought is almost gone. I mean, psychologically, if you've made, if you at least have not lost on the investment, then like, it's fine. Right. But it's just really stupid to get back in there. Is that in factoring in the losses that you had? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. All right. I climbed. I, I I climbed. I climbed out of the hole. And That's reasonable. Good investment. But I still feel it in the like the back of my head. Like there's the little okay. Just wait for it a little bit more, Go buy some and more. then jump back in. Go buy some more. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> you don't more. want that. Don't want that. That's the problem. Buy hundred shares. That's the problem. Warning: Do not buy invest in GME. These are not actual stock. These are not actual stock tips. That's right. We just we just like the stock. Invest in GME. Red Channel condition is not responsible for any losses incurred. <laughs> no, the you know in in all seriousness though, like so the other funny thing about it is that so you know while looking at the you know, them doing the fourth quarter earnings. So they were talking about what their revamp plan is for, you know, sustaining, you know, the momentum of, you know, the volatile but profitable investment in in GME, right? So part mm -hmm. of their, their plans was to expand into uh, PC hardware, right? So they're going to yep. start selling, like, monitors and, like, GPUs and, like, you know, games. They should team up like with that. KFC. You know, if I could fry some chicken in the PlayStation, like that would be the ultimate, that would be the ultimate I mean, machine. I'm just saving up to buy my, what's it called? Is it called the kernel it's or something? It's called or? the KF console. The, the, the KFC yes. bucket console is actually called the KF console. Uh, this is this is yes. the news that the people need. This is what the podcast is looking for. It's the KF console. Yes. Right. What 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 kind of I, I can't I can't imagine. I mean, it's a great marketing uh, ploy. Sure. I looked at the specs on that thing. It's it can play some games. Yeah, that's a it's a powerful PC. It's more powerful than this computer that I'm recording on, which makes me ashamed because like a chicken bucket should not be more powerful than my computer. <laughs> but it is. It is. You know, it needs to run enough uh, 3090s in there to actually fry chicken, <laughs> and then I will like. Yes, this is the machine. You know, for me. like you just you just put an idea in my head. Like we should buy the KF console and then resell the GPUs because you could probably you could probably make more oh, off the shit. GPUs than the fucking <laughs> console itself. <laughs> it's best for business. At this point, I am convinced that there's no way in hell I'll ever get a new graphics card unless I buy like from a uh, from a pre-built system. Or you could you could buy one of the new AMD GPUs because I think they're also not paper launch. No, I'm just joking. Don't buy that. That's that that shit is trash. No, come on. Yeah. You're about to give bad advice to our no, like I, one No, listener. I wouldn't I wouldn't do that. Don't buy that shit. Yeah. You know, but if if GameStop can turn around and actually do some microcenter stuff and you know, get into sponsored tournaments and esports. Yes. Yeah, they're they're you know, I can argue myself in, yeah, I can argue myself into potential, you know, into potential like, investments. I'm, I'm, I'm not even joking. Like, I think that's a good business, you know, because that's, you know, GameStop you know, has always been an enthusiast gamer store, right? Like, it's where, you know, people go that like games to buy games, right? So, like, mm. you know, guess, you know, PC gamers are gamers too. Like, they used to sell PC games, you know, at these stores, like. You know, why should yep. the only way I'm able to get computer stuff, you know, be, you know, going, you know, to Newegg or, you know, 
something like that or whatever ebay or you know buying on an enthusiast forum or you know at least i'm lucky and i could go to micro center or whatever but you know i don't want the only place i can buy like a case fan to be fucking best buy what fucking GameStop are you going to? Because every GameStop I go to sucks. <laughs> <laughs> sucks. There were there are, there are a couple of like okay ones. I mean, no, um, but like oh. <laughs> there are zero. Get the here. There are zero okay GameStops. Like no. There was a I don't know if, uh, if it was going to. publicized, but there was a GameStop that I went to in um yeah in in the Bay Terrace uh wall in queens but basically the guy told me if you were to buy a game you can return it within like five days and this was like opened you could go home and play it because i and i and i wasted this with um ww wow. yeah it was like wwf like 2014 or something i bought that as like oh this is shit <laughs> and then i go and return it to this um to this other GameStop here and I mentioned this, and the guy gave me the most evil look I've ever seen from any store manager. He's like, holy shit, he knows the code. <laughs> and from that point on, I was like, yes. <laughs> I'm just going to do this. It wasn't even for store credit? It was... It, it no, was it was like real straight money? return. Wow. US yeah, it was, dollars? It was real money, yeah. Wow. Yeah. Was it like US it dollars more return. than five cents, which is typically what you get from GameStop when you <laughs> trade anything in? People shit on GameStop for this, right? Like, they give you a lot less than it's worth. But everyone should know by now when you trade something in, you know that's that that's in the that's in the right. All right, I, th I think on. depends wh like what the context of the trade in is. Like if if I bought like you know the newest game for sixty dollars and return mm -hmm. it a week later, let's say a weekend one day, I should get five dollars for it. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> get the fuck out of here. I I don't I I don't know their. Uh... They're more, they're more, but if it's, I think it should depend on the game. You know, if it was like NBA 2000 or that 2K series, well, you know, that, that game is garbage after six months when the next one comes out the next year. So, you know what? Maybe you should give them money when you trade that in because now they got to hold it. You're you making know. me hope that their stock goes back down to $5. <laughs> <laughs> Making, but you're making me ang visibly angry. All right, the like a Mario Odyssey game, like a Nintendo game, like I think that's that that would be different. Well, it depends on the game. It should depend on the game. Just uh, fuck fuck GameStop is all I'm gonna say. Like I I I hate GameStop. I do want it to exist. There needs to be a place even for you know like you know Joe Normie to buy some fucking video games. We can't all have you know JNL games. You know, or like uh, mm, okay. Digit Press in Jersey or whatever. Like, we're not all lucky to have that. You know, John. You know what? Fuck that. GameStop is the fucking reason why that little Mickey Mouse game store in Park Slope that we liked went out of fucking business. You're right. No, that store is a shit too. It was a real ass store. Yeah, that was a real ass game store for people who liked games, and it was like it, it was not a big chain, and it it was reasonably priced, and they had all kinds of merch, and and guess what? They had to close down because fucking GameStop was right across the fucking street, and they were shit. They're shit, and they put good, legitimate businesses <laughs> out of fucking business. And that's why we don't have game stores anymore. We have game stops. And because we have game stops is why we buy games online. Also true. Also true. Going to GameStop is just an unpleasurable experience. The staff is, like, on suicide watch <laughs> constantly. <laughs> the games are overpriced. They don't return anything other than for store credit or five cents. 
Like there are reasons why GameStop has the reputation that it has. It's the it's the kind of thing though where like I don't know how you solve the existence of GameStop because there, it's got like a it has momentum even though that momentum is illogical, right? Like that'll that'll fade. Like, <laughs> like that'll no, fade. I mean we just talked about how the momentum could continue. Could could that, it, it, key emphasize could how how often yeah. do, do these people <laughs> in corporate America make honestly good business decisions? Probably more often than not. Actually. Oh, you! Wow. Okay. 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 Look at this fucking corporate okay. stooge here. You know, he has to speak up for his okay. people. I, I know. I worked in corporate <laughs> America for a long time, and I can say, I, I, I worked for a company that that made money despite itself, despite its flaws, and I know, you know, fine, yeah. fine. And and you know how hard it is to 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 do that <laughs> yeah you gotta be you gotta be you, good you gotta be a name you, you gotta, gotta be, you gotta yeah be you have to be doing something you, gotta, right. you have a, you have to have a lot of capital and you have to be first mm. if you if you have yeah if you have the most capital and you are first you can probably accidentally make some money it will always be that way but it will probably be more often than not but because, you know i'm not gonna i'm not gonna extend that to you know the brilliance of the the managers and, deci- and decision makers <laughs> involved in that. All right, like I can actually, I can okay. accidentally be a millionaire if I invented the straw first. You know, I'll make money despite my mistakes. Yeah, see, there. I mean, yes, probably the majority of management, they're just regular folks that found their way to the top of the chain. You know, but there's also a reason why you know they were in that running, right? So you don't have to be a genius. Yeah, I, I mean, I mean, I, I really do feel, especially in this country, that we we, re, we reward lowest common denominator and stupidity. I mean, look at look at how many people got famous on Jersey Shore or for uploading kitty cat YouTube videos. I mean, this is it's not hard to become a millionaire in America. It's it's hard to actually be smart yeah. and become a millionaire in America. Yeah. You know, like <laughs> like a, a reminder that Grumpy Cat is richer than you. Right. Okay. Mm. Right. Well, I mean, so that says a lot about me, you know, that if I I can't rub two cents together, right? And and a cat has has a higher net net yes. worth. That that's really a crit, crit a critique on my uh, yeah. on where, what I'm doing with my life. It's, it's that old question Mockridge gave to to Enigma. If you're so smart, why aren't you rich? Yes. That's right. <laughs> you know. Answer: America. <laughs> that's why. Yeah. That's why. It's better. Look. I don't care where you are. It's better to be lucky than good. No, absolutely. Yes, absolutely. absolutely. No argument there. No argument. I don't care where you are. Yeah, this ain't a value statement. It's just a statement of facts. I I would love to be able to buy a 3090 at a store that isn't a fucking you know, uh, Best Buy. You know, I'd love to go down the block yeah, and come, get me a GP. Come line up with me. Come line up with me tomorrow. We'll, we'll we'll go we'll go we'll go camp out. We gotta pay fucking line people to stand in line on Fiverr. That's what we have to do. Oh shit! See, yeah. there you go. Look look at you spreading yeah. the wealth. Yeah, yeah there you go. <laughs> pay yeah. it pay it forward. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Right. See, there's always someone. There's always someone else with less to do whose time is less valuable than 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 <laughs> you. So yeah, that makes sense. Also, what America is built on. <laughs> yes, that that I will actually agree. Like that is the entire that is yes, it is it is built. It's our built business from the model. bottom up. Okay, well that's good that um, you know, that your experience with it didn't make you want to go like arson a bank or something. 
No, no, and like uh, in, tr- in truth, first of all, I knew buying in at two hundred and fifty dollars a share <laughs> probably wasn't the smartest move on my part. You know, I knew that going in. I knew that okay. the risks okay. were okay. high, and I have only myself to blame. And I, I don't blame GameStop, mm. and I don't blame anyone else for for it tanking, other than myself. Well, that instantly makes you probably. Uh, more mature or accepting of responsibility than the vast majority of you know? individuals who went it, who went on that ride. Well, you know, it's 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 uh, it's managed stupidity. You know, I I I might have a thousand dollars to piss away on four shares of GameStop, but I I really do. My heart goes out to those people who like piss their four hundred one ks and sold their houses to do that shit. Like I I actually do feel bad for you guys. And yes, you are stupid, but I still feel bad for you. I, I wanted to talk about uh, science and technology kind of in general. Basically, what you guys, I, I guess maybe the biggest technological leaps thus far are and what what you kind of hear in the news in terms of where it's going and um, what are you excited for? What are you afraid mm. of? What are, what, are you, um, what are you looking forward to? I mean, on the immediate horizon, I'm really excited for high resolution, small form factor LiDAR. I don't even know what the fuck that is. Uh, that's... You know, basically having the ability to use lasers to create high quality digital maps of environments. Oh, okay, cool. Uh, you know, very useful, you know, probably one of the, the, the most obvious and, and most talked about applications would be like AI driving. Yeah, okay. Like AI assisted driving, things like that. Even Even things like trying to, I guess, more consumer things of trying to map out a room and then trying to do interior design, which you know Dom might have some interest in, you know. So that's more on the immediate horizon, um, and I'm looking forward to that. So, so this leads me to beg the question that um, you know, as things progress, and I think that they should, and I think it's incredible, you know, wh- where the science is taking us. But it does kind of seem that um, more and more jobs and things like that will be lost along the way. So if we have like self-driving cars, there's no drivers anymore. We have robots in every factory well there's no amazon workers anymore <laughs> not that they would probably complain but you know it just leads me to beg the question that you know is there an impasse do you think in terms of how the technology is all going to work together and and kind of replace some of the min- minutia tasks of humans and um is that something to be afraid of is that something to embrace is that now i think we i think we're i think we're actually okay uh even with automation <clears throat> Atom- yeah I think we are okay, even with automization. Autonomy. Yeah, thank you. Yeah. Oh my god. No, I think I think it's good to have it, um, and I'm not really worried about it. At least not in our lifetime. Why? Let me ask you why. Why are you not? Worried? All right. As far as the whole like truck drivers being completely replaced and you know all that, all that. Well, stuff, it's trucks, um, cabs, it, delivery, everything. Yeah. Every fucking guy. Everything. It's going to be. I think a very long time, like it's d- despite what um, Musk keeps saying, right. it's not going to happen in like two, three years. You know, I think we have a bit of a runway before we even get to the point where we trust cars to kind of drive themselves with us in it, let alone not have any human interaction driving around the city like an Uber, right? Right. So I don't think that is really um, a problem. And besides, you know, it's not just going to happen overnight. We're going to have regulations that will probably require someone to take over at some point. 
you're going to have a truck that drives itself, but probably still be paying a person to sit inside that truck. So, yeah. See, you know, like with automation and stuff like that, you know, I honestly, you know, I hope it happens faster than sooner rather than later. The reality is, you know, <laughs> humankind and stuff like that has been automating labor since, you know, humans have existed forever right? like, yeah since we, technology you know, think, was invented yeah, i mean we think about automation mm-hmm. as you know technology but automation is like the fucking you know like a hoe right for like you know scraping right, up dirt right. rather than you know, digging with sure. a stick right so we've right. been doing shit like but that's that technology right. i mean technically that is technology Techn- yes you know but like you know we've been doing this forever so like honestly there shouldn't be any fear of things like that there shouldn't be any fear of the disruptions caused by mm-hmm. that because, like, the reality is, you know, it's going to be up to us to figure out what we do, you know, in the post-automation world, right? You know, are we going to just, you know, uh, well, you know, we can't do, you know, what we did, what we were doing before, so, like, everything is fucked? No, we should do, we should make better, we should make better use of the time that we gain. We should do new shit, right? There are plenty, there's mm-hmm. plenty of stuff that can't be automated, right? Like, you can't automate a podcast, right? You can't automate new creative mm. endeavors. You can't new automate new people, you know, like art. You well, can't automate new Yes, yes and no. I mean, I've taken a look at some of those AI produced uh, paintings and they're they're pretty awesome. I think they're pretty cool. <laughs> I mean, no, I mean they're they're cool. You know, I don't know if you can automate like aesthetic and maybe you can. Maybe there's a point where you can automate new aesthetic. But if it, if you get there then what humans will consider aesthetic will change and it'll be something else. Sure. You know? I guess I guess what I'm driving at is um, I don't I don't think it's necessarily something to be feared, but I think it's worth acknowledging that these are these types of things are going to facilitate I think a, a change in the way that our society functions. Oh, yeah. and how we deal oh, with that change sure. I think is the important thing. Do we move more to like a Star Trek future where people are provided for, and that these things are common and household? Um, you know, amenities or, or, or because the population's only getting bigger. There's only more people on planet Earth who need these products, services, food, etc. How do we make that change and how do we do it in a, a positive way? Or do we do it in a positive way? Or do we just, you know, have the people in power or with wealth say this is for us mm-hmm. and fuck the rest of you? How does that work? Well, that's, that's exactly why I think like that's not even a problem for, for us. Because um, I don't think we'll hit that point we're going to hit that point where, you know, people are going to be replaced in the, in the job market in numbers that, you know, kind of really, you don't think so to say something like Star Trek. You don't think so? I think we are. I I don't, I don't know. But what, but but, what work is going to be is going to change accordingly. See, I agree with that. I agree with what John said. Exactly. Like you don't need a cab driver. You may not need, you know, someone to, you know, whatever. But, you know, with that comes, sure, you need people to take care of the machines. You need people for artistic endeavors. But, like, my question, I guess, is how many do you really need for that? Yeah. No, I think what's going to happen is that, you know, like I was saying, you know, like what work is is going to change. You might not need, you know, a bunch of people to, you know, operate the drones that deliver packages, right? But you're going to have a lot of people that, you know, make, you know, make things to share information and educate people, right? You might have more teachers now for example, right? Because, you know, like, you, sure, you can, you know, have, you know, things, you know, auto, you know, automating education or whatever, right? Like learning, you know, math and stuff like that, right? But, like, you might have people, you know, discussing the history of things, right? 
or you know how to you know do DIY. Pro- we don't do that now. I mean, well, <laughs> we don't even. I didn't learn about uh, what was that the 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 black people that were bombed like, in like Black uh, Wall Street. <laughs> black Wall Street. Yeah. I didn't even hear about. I never heard about that in history class. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I did, but that's because my history teacher was Mrs. Smith. If you remember her from. <laughs> I had her that she never told me that shit, yeah. or maybe I just didn't. Wait, that that was the that was the one that like accepted my not turned in. I love that she accepted so. that. That's yeah. right. But uh, yeah. See, people people like you will find a way to beat the system, no matter how smart it gets. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think I mean I think what 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 Peter's getting at is like, are we going? If are people going to get more Biden bucks, right? No, I mean you know, I'm not even where necessarily the fuck getting are my at that. Bucks? Yeah, where the fuck are my Biden bucks? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if that's the solution, though. I honestly, I don't know what the answer is. Quite honestly, like John said, you know, the nature of work is going to change. Um, you're gonna you're gonna need fewer people doing repetitive menial labor, which, on the whole, is a good thing. Yes, I agree. You know? But not everybody's an artist. Not everybody has that. You know. No. But you know, there the people still have things to offer, and you know, I know it. You know, it's it's it. You know, if if we had um some technology, um, like a like the EMH Mark One, right, and we could replace, I guess, coal mining with with these EMH holograms and whatnot. It would be nice if people didn't feel they needed to get black lung to make a living. Yeah, I agree with that. So, on the whole, the automation is probably going to increase the quality of life. It might it might suck for a few years as people adjust, but on, you know it, there are benefits. All right, I guess I guess my only question is: Is it going to increase quality of life for people who already have it, or is it going to increase quality of life? Is it going to bring up? The whole ship, I guess, is the rising tide going to bring everybody up, or are some people going to be left in the dust? Do you think? Well, that that depends on uh, <laughs> that depends on how we do it. That's what John is saying. Right. Okay. If we're going to do that, we need to incentivize the citizenry to pursue leisure, and that's where you need you know, like mm-hmm. you know, things like good you know, luck getting Republicans on board. Well, you know, it's going to get to a point <laughs> where it's not going it's going to be out of their hands, either in a good way or a bad way. Okay. <laughs> well, I mean, th- think about it, right? Like industrial re- revolution to now, the quality of life has yes. risen. Maybe not like you know in terms of accumulated wealth, but the way I don't the, have smallpox. <laughs> the way the you know that standard of living has increased. You know, even if you are on assisted housing, you have electricity. You know, like if you have that minimum, right? You have indoor plumbing if you have that minimum. So all as a whole, things have gotten up. Maybe okay, not right. as much as the I wealth. I accept this argument. Yeah, technology actually does trickle down. Unlike Reaganomics. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, unless uh, unlike that. You know, you you remember? Um, you know, we're both old enough to remember how expensive microwaves and TVs were, and not like everyone had one of those. And and you know, like now we buy microwaves to last like a semester and just throw it away Literally, at the end of the yes. year in college like it doesn't matter yeah. right mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. yeah i mean you know that's that is you know the the marginal utility of consumer products that's also you know uh, how the value of you know, labor has changed and mm-hmm. that's also based on the scale of labor 
you know, because again, you know, we've automated a lot of shit, right? So now, you know, it might've used to take you know, a factory, you know, a year to make you a hundred thousand microwaves. And now it could take half a factory, you know, a month to make you 50 million microwaves. Right. So, you know, now, you know, microwave is yep. a fucking buck. Right. You know, so that, that's what's going, that's what's happening right now. And that's, you know, as yeah. this continues to happen, you know, we're going to get to a point where, you know, the, you know, governments of countries in the world or, you know, stuff like that, just to, you know, it wouldn't make, it would make good economic sense in order to incentivize, you know, the, the populace to pursue so legend, right? Because, hey, we can't, again, just like, like Peter was saying, like, we can't all, you know, do, you know, some of us might get left behind. We're not all going to be, you know, teachers. We're not all going to be, you know, making, you know, cat videos. We're not all going to be recording podcasts. We're not all going <laughs> to wrench cars. Yeah, because we're so successful, <laughs> you know. <laughs> but those people, you know, those people have to have some means of being supported and being able to pursue leisure, right? Because there's going to be, you know, what there's twenty four hours in a day, right? You're not filling eight of them with, you know, menial labor anymore, right? You're going to have to be able to get your food, you know, have your housing, have your whatever somehow, right? You know, this already exists right now. It's called welfare in America, right? You know, but now, you know, you might need to change what that is. You may need to change the way that's perceived, right? You know, because right, you know, right now it's like, oh, you know, like people receiving anything from the state, you know, they're just like bums or they're not trying hard enough or whatever it is, right? You know, when everything, when all labor is automated, what are you going to say that, you know, people, you know, why wouldn't you be able to give people that, right? You know, what are you going to say about that? I guess there are two sides to this coin, but I, I kind of do believe that, you know, if you were to give more people more leisure time, you you would enable them to pursue the activities that they that they are creative at. Like, you know, a lot of people are working at a convenience store, working three jobs, but, you know, they, they want to be a musician. Well, why aren't they successful? Well, OK, maybe the guy only has, you know, one day every three weeks to play. But I mean, give him give him some time, give him some space, give him the means and maybe he could be something, you know. I mean, that right there is the argument for continuous Biden votes. I believe the streets call that universal base income, right? <laughs> I'm not against it. I just, I don't, I don't know the if Yang it fixes plan. all our problems. I'm not against no, no. it, though. I mean, that's right. No, that's right. No, Yang it Yang. doesn't. It doesn't fix all of our problems. Not by a no, long shot. It's not going to fix all of the problems, but there's going to need to be a discussion. You know, like I said, you must incentivize <laughs> leisure. I don't know if it's going to be this, you know, like governments you know, that do it i don't know if it's going to be you know uh private sector benefactors that do it right like it needs to not be like philanthropy right like we can't we can't wait for jeff bezos to decide to give you know, you know, a jillion dollars you know, a second to people in maryland or something like that because he's feeling sad that his wife took half his money right like it needs to be you know it needs to be altruistic for it to provide support for the populace well, therein lies the rub. I mean, how many of these governments are altruistic? You are right? correct. How many sir. of these people? Yeah, that that's I guess the problem. I here's one here's one I guess last question I have about technology for for the two of you guys uh, of the emerging technologies that we see coming out of you know Silicon Valley and you know all these government programs and all these kinds of things. What do you think is going to be the biggest game changer for the 21st century? Do you think it's going to be AI? Do you think it's going to be space travel? Do you think it's going to be, you know, 3D printing? Do you, what, do, what do you think a fusion reactor? What do you think is going to be the, the biggest 
game changer. I think it's going to be AI, and I think that's because it's going to be powered by things like quantum computers. You know, in mm-hmm. in this uh, century, I guess, and that's going to result in a lot of things changing. Like, for example, quantum computing is going to change security, like very easily, right? You know, we mm-hmm. have you know, like the most serious fucking you know keys, right? Like PGP keys or whatever, two hundred fifty six bit, right? Quantum computer can solve that shit like in a second, right? You know, no, right. when when nothing is secure, right? You know, what are we going to do to to change uh, the paradigms for security, right? You know, or you know, for example, we have you know, certain you know, issues with you know, uh, how much heat is produced, you know, versus you know how fast a CPU or a GPU can you know, perform uh, calculations, right? You know, we're you know every time you're trying to get down, you know, get the lithography for making a CPU smaller, right? So you got like you know, 12, you know, 12 nanometers or whatever, right? You know, now, you know, 10, 7, whatever, 5, right? You know, quantum computing, quantum computing solves that problem, right? So now you can make a CPU that's fucking, you know, stupid, tiny, right? Runs cool, does a ridiculous amount of calculations a second, right? What does that do to AI, right? You know, now you might have a network of computers that's able to perform, you know, transactions or whatever, like that's what the blockchain is, right? When we're talking about cryptocurrency, you know, like non-fungible tokens, stuff like that, right? You know, a network of computers taking a, a bunch of time to solve problems like that, right? You know, AI and quantum computing can solve the problems like that, mm-hmm. right? Yep. So, you know, that's going to change a lot of shit. You might be able to see, you might be able to sequence diseases or, or sequence you know, uh, genomes and stuff like that in in depth or in, assess in cha- moments, right or right. assess changes in them in at speeds that we couldn't do it at before right so maybe right. you know like you can cure diseases that you may not have cures for vari- or varieties of those diseases that you may not have cures for right like for example we talk about the vaccinations you know, uh, that they've created you know, for uh, covid and stuff like that right you know the next pandemic or something like that that comes up, we might be able to solve that shit immediately. Right. right. Yeah, it's a good point. You know, so it's a good that's going to change. That's I think that's the biggest thing. You know, AI, but none, none, none of these things, um, you know, kind of exist in a vacuum. You know, like you're not going to maybe hit the real processing power that you're going to need for like fully realized AI. Probably, you know, without dipping into quantum computing sure i will say i think one of my more one one of the things again maybe on a hopefully on a nearer time frame is more 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 along the lines of energy technology so you think like fusion or or green technologies or things like that? right like personally yeah yeah Uh, fusion is a big one you know i think once we lick that and we get some where you know power is not a concern or clean power isn't a concern I think that is the most immediate like benefit to to basically all of humanity, like environment and everything. Yeah, I'd probably ha- I'd probably have to agree with with you there, and I, I I see John's point too, where once we have what the foundation that you're laying, Mike, um, mm-hmm. it would enable us to pre- like you said, none of these things exist in a vacuum. So that that kind of opens up the door for all the kinds of progress yeah. that quantum computing and AI could make. You know, like n- nuclear is kind of a a touchy subject. Uh, pretty scary, mm-hmm. but I think Bill Gates and his foundation has been trying to get approval to build a small, I guess, like a a current generation nuke reactor. 
Um, and the idea is that it's not so... It, it doesn't run the risk of these like Chernobyl, Fukushima-type reactors. It's kind of like the next step. But it's still fission, right? Yeah, yeah, no, yeah. You know, we haven't cracked that. Well, um, we're close, right? I mean, isn't good. China getting close? Isn't that one in Europe getting close? <sighs> That's the thing, though. Like, I think they've been saying... You know, we're close like the past 20 10, years. 15, yeah, no, yeah, 20 for years. sure, for sure. But I mean, like, give it another 20. We were, we were close. Yeah, what maybe. What do you think, though? Like, say, no, I'm, I'm asking you honestly, like if if we can achieve like like so there, I guess where the, where the, the last I read about it was like they're they're saying that, you know, they can achieve fusion reactions now, but they're not getting more energy out of the system than they are putting into the system. So that's the right. big problem. Right. So, okay, but we've gotten that far. That's pretty far. That's pretty far to create a, like a stable-ish, you know, fusion reaction. I don't care what kind it is. You know, give it another 20 years. What if that's, like, I guess my question is, why would Bill Gates kind of hammer down on a nuclear fission instead of, instead of going the route that, you know, science says is more cost energy cost efficient and and mm. and you know what i mean which would be fusion it's more like what we can do in the future versus what we can do now mm. okay you know as far as that whole um next gen nuke reactor the the whole point was trying to convince people that well you know we're not going to get like a fallout vegas you know type of uh right. type of result if it does melt down it's supposed to melt down safely what, is, what does that, that mean? I'm curious. Meltdown. What does that mean? You know? What does that mean? <laughs> it's supposed to melt down safely. It produces yeah, candy but... in, its, in its fission <laughs> reaction. It produces uh, cotton candy. You know, uh, but it, it, it's a scary it, it's a scary word. And I'm not sure how long or if we'll ever, you know, really revisit nuke energy as a, um, in the, you know, in the near future. Uh, here's here's a question about uh, about that stuff, right? So, do you think that a problem with you setting up you uh, these uh, alternate energies and stuff like that is the cost to at the front to start it up in scale? I'm again, I'm not like opposed to you know, any green energy or anything like that. I 100% want, right? I'm just asking about that because you. Know, like, because you were asking, why did, why haven't people just done it? Like, why aren't we doing it more, for example, right? Like, if you're, like, a big, you know, mm -hmm. wealthy philanthropist or something like that, or if you're, you know, the state or, you know, some, some entity that you could invest in this, like, why aren't you just dumping the fucking bricks? Why aren't you bringing the bricks truck for it, right? Maybe it's because it right. costs a lot to start up. I don't know. Yeah, n nuclear plants, classically uh, expensive. Um, to set up, but once it gets running, it's you know it, it'll pay pay for itself off. I think the hardest part with going going nuclear is the marketing. I mean, and no one wants that shit in their no, backyard. No, they don't. I mean, I I I like I'm I'm a proponent. I like nuclear energy, but I want that nuclear energy like at the ass end of Staten Island. Like, I, <laughs> you know what I mean? So no one wants it in their. You know backyard. that wouldn't save you where you are. No, he, he, you <laughs> know what? That would not it's like, save it's like right across. Yeah, that actually might not save That's me. Not actually, save that you. might not save me. That might not save me. Fuck. All right, a, a little bit into Jersey wow. though. Um, <laughs> the ass end of Jersey. How about that? But you know, wind farms and and solar energy things easier sell. And I think that's actually why there's such a push for solar. You know. Yeah. But yeah, it, it is expensive to set up because 
that infrastructure that we've been using is all coal. Well, isn't it also expensive to figure out what the fuck to do with the waste too? Isn't this the big problem with all these with all these plants it's... where it's like we don't know what to do with the waste. We tried burying it, that's a terrible idea. We tried storing it. Well, oops, it broke. <laughs> that's a terrible idea. Uh we can't it's not feasible to just launch it into the sun cuz that's too expensive. It seems like there are costs associated with running a plant based on fission. It's uh, it's it's kind of interesting. I think uh, the the YouTube channel uh, because science uh, recently we plugged you guys. Give us a shout out. <laughs> <laughs> recently, uh, uh, covered this and storing nuclear waste is a is kind of a problem. Yeah, and it's not but an acceptable option. I mean, honestly, let's be real. Like, if you I have mean, this substance, where are you going to put it? Right, right, where are you going to put it? You have this substance yeah. you can't do anything with. It's hazardous to all living things. <laughs> what do you do with it? I mean, what what they do now? I guess the the, the best uh, answer is I think you dump it, it in the it ocean. Comes, like <laughs> you can hold it in your hand. It's that small, um, but at the same time, you still got to put it somewhere. Right, and they just you know dig a big hole, fill it with concrete, dump this shit in there. And, you know, that's a do not dig Yeah, sign. that seems like a very uh, like, 18th century solution to a 21st century problem. As, I mean, it's kind of unfortunate. Like, that's really where we are as far as technology <laughs> Put a lid on goes. it. <laughs> Put it in the ground. <laughs> Put uh, it in the attic. But, you know, what's going to what's gonna kill us faster? You know, uh, what's, what's, is it going to be these uh, ancient burial plots of, of, of nuclear waste? Uh, last, last, last thing from me on technology. I swear, last thing. Um, there was an article that came out a couple weeks ago about, um, and you know, I, I don't know how how far adva- how long they are in the plans, but some sort of uh, viable or mathematically sound, f- faster than light propulsion engine. Oh, I saw that headline. Um, I I didn't click on it because I just felt like it was another one of those um cl- clickbaity things. Yeah. Like, oh, it's mathematically possible, and then that's basically it. But 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 did you read it? Like, can you tell me like what that's yeah, about? Yeah, basically, it's um, I think it has to do with a lot of the uh, experiments that they've been you know testing, like about oh, finding out gravitational waves and like proving that the graviton exists and learning how to manipulate space time to like. Basically, that shit that they said a couple years ago, where they had that NASA had its like uh, concept enterprise engine or that that negative energy drive or whatever the fuck it is, where it basically uh, distort, distorts space time so that the space in front of the vessel contracts and the space behind the vessel expands. That's an episode in Futurama. <laughs> like, I, 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 I can swear that's how the Planet Express ship travels. Futurama constantly swear... <laughs> uses mathematically or, or scientifically sound shit to make fun of. Um, yeah, that's that's true. But I think that's I think that's the gist of it. And I'm I'm I again I don't have all the details, and I'm not even trying to argue for the majesty of this specific um, engine. I'm just asking um, if something like that were to be realized, if if that's something that we could actually do or build. Um, do you think that that's going to be a, a a a big game changer or no? Holy shit! Faster than light travel changes everything. Yeah, we can explore I mean, more of the universe with that. Wow. Like, I wonder what the application would be for that local. Right. Like, what what are the applications are and is it something that we as humans like because you know we don't really have a great track record on this planet should we really be spreading our our yes. <laughs> our humanness I mean, yes. elsewhere yeah, I think so. yes. Yeah. Yes, 
there are a lot more planets out there. It doesn't really matter. <laughs> Jesus. Like, hey, there okay. could be things right? that are worse than us out there, you know, that we don't know about. Like, the point is for us to learn. Fuck. Like, we need to know. We need to know. We mm-hmm. need like, like even the worst case scenario where we don't learn from our mistakes and we just go to planet to planet trashing it. You know what? Got there first. <laughs> Planetary colonialism. Let's fucking go. <laughs> Planetary colonialism. Let's go. Space slavery. You know, there. Yeah, that's right. There's a there's a famous quote, and I I should really look up who it's from, but it's like there's two possibilities. You know, either we're alone in the universe or we're not. Both are equally terrifying. It's some famous writer. I forget the name exactly. But Asimov? you know, here's the thing. Probably Carl Sagan. Yeah, here's the thing though. So like, if we're alone, who gives a shit if we trash the universe, right? And if we're not, mm-hmm. then I, I'm guessing that we'll we'll eventually encounter someone who's bigger and badder than yes. us, and we'll get our asses kicked. Yep. So. We'll learn our lesson. It is a problem that solves itself. <laughs> we, we, we need to know. We need to know. The great progress that humankind has made and like the, par- the parts where humankind is not a virus that destroys everything come from us exploring stuff. We need like even... even Space Force. Yeah. I mean like, yo, like he's, he's a fucking clown, but like, you know, we, there should be investment in... It's the one thing of his that I like. There, there needs to be investment in in space. There there needs to be investment in NASA. Like NASA should not have been sitting there, you know. Yeah. So well, let me ask you about that. Now that you brought that up, why do you think it is that we, you know, I, I know we had such a dubious flirtation with it because we were trying to prove we had a bigger dick than the Russians in in the fifties and sixties and whatnot. <sighs> But why do you think it is that we we didn't really give much of a shit after we landed on the moon and played golf on it? We didn't really go back and do anything. Because there's not, there's I mean besides what exploration for exploration's sake. Uh, I, no, that's not true. We made it. We found an asteroid made of gold. I, <laughs> like I mean, that's I feel like technology. I mean, needs that to asteroid catch up being first. made of gold. Like, we can't really go to like we can't send people to like fucking like Mars yet. Like it's gonna take like seventy eight yeah. million years for people to get there, right? Exactly. We we did the Russians. Space was basically done because we needed. It was a dick measuring contest, yeah. and we won. We won. And so why Space are we over. doing this again? Why are we doing this again? Right now, you know, with other countries starting to like, hey, we can get to space too. All right, now we have a dick measuring contest round two. Yeah, China's China's sending a rover to Mars. Yeah. Um, yeah. And uh, I don't know if you guys heard this. There was a recent discovery. They found liquid water, uh, subterranean. Yes, I did hear that. Uh, it was like a 30-kilometer wide lake surrounded by a few other smaller lakes uh, a few miles deep. I mean, it does have I – mean, it's, it's fascinating, very, very broad implications. Um, uh, yeah, and you, I know China's sending their own vessel out there, so – you know, maybe maybe that's it. Maybe this maybe our exploration into deep space is just going to be fueled by dick measuring contests with other countries. That's I think that's that I think that's humanity. I think yeah. that's what that's what fueled everything. It's not even the strive it's, for it's greatness. It's the strive to just be greater than you. Well, everything is relative, right? right. Like you know, <laughs> you, we're only measuring against ourselves. Well, that's true. You know, yeah. We were. I was joking about that, but I think that's that's going to be a thing. We're going to be racing to uh, to claim to claim land on other planets and shit. Yeah, that's... You know, whoever grabs that asteroid that's made of solid gold. Right. Yeah. W- what are the ethics of that? I'm curious. Like, you know, this was this was bad enough when we just showed up here <laughs> and said Indians get out. Um, but what are the ethics of of claiming land on on other celestial bodies? I don't even. 
<laughs> what is that about? Like finders keepers. Like that's that's we're going back to that. Yeah, we're gonna start planting flags. It's gonna be it's gonna be like the old days. History's gonna repeat itself. There's gold in them comets. <laughs> <laughs> right. You know, rare earth metals are going to be the new sugar. It, it's going to be, it's going to be well, amazing. We're going to do what we're, we did, you know, like as America, you know, on the continent itself, right? We're just, we'll make the rules as we go along. And whatever rules you know, that we don't already have, whatever yeah, doesn't apply, well, we'll say it's God that told us to come into this comet and take this gold. <laughs> Manifest <laughs> destiny. Right. It's space manifest destiny. <laughs> God said that we're supposed to extract the fucking silicon out this moon rock. And like if you and if you don't like yep. it, we'll kill you. <laughs> yes, uh, yes, yes, yes. Like we laughing, but we know I'm right, right? Like I'm not joking. Oh, I, no, that's why I'm laughing. <laughs> From sea to shining sea, it's gonna be like star to shining star that's now. Right. Yeah. My great 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 grandpappy came over on the Mayflower X. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Hey, but like maybe we won't have space mass shootings though. Like we might not have that. <laughs> that would be an that would be an improvement if we have less space guns. A semi-automatic laser rifle opened fire on a school in Mars today. You know, the second uh, we can really do that, we're going to have space lasers. Like, yes. you know, I I really want to travel like a thousand years into the future where like you could blow up a planet with a handgun, <laughs> you know, and mm. give these people <laughs> give it to any Tom, Dick, and Harry. <laughs> to like go deer hunting. Stage right. <laughs> that laser is my right. I require this laser gun in order to fight against the feral hogs that have entered my asteroid. <laughs> I love that feral hogs are still going to be the problem. And knowing feral hogs, they just might be. The Constitution gave me my space rights to organize against the government, the space government. <laughs> <laughs> it will probably go like that. You know, like I said, the 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 hope is that you know may, maybe we'll have a different enemy. You know, if we go out into space and you know we'll we'll discriminate mm. against aliens instead of people, or or maybe or maybe they'll discriminate against us. That would be cool, right? So then we'll just fight yeah, that. I, I got news for us. When we meet aliens, we're gonna be the guys who are you know sorely you know over overmatched if that happens. Those fucking spoonheads. I don't know. Tired of these fucking Kardashians. No, I, I could I could see us doing some like planetary invasions, you know, like Avatar. That that's assuming that when we find life, and I'm sure we'll find like some microbes or some shit, whatever. But like, there's no fun enslaving microbes, you know. That's <laughs> where's the fun in that, <laughs> you know? But if we find something like, you know, let's just say it's on par with us, which I really doubt. I doubt if we if we find something smart, it's going to yeah. probably be a, light years ahead of us. Yes, probably. Yeah. And the second we pick up a gun to that, I think we've signed our own death warrant. They probably have some shit that we don't even know about. And yeah, yeah. It's, it, that's what I'm yeah, saying. It'd be, it'd be clipped for us. Like it'd be over like instantly. Yeah. And we deserve it because we're stupid enough to raise a fucking AR-15 at Space Aliens. Like we, we would deserve it. Right. Like they'd be like, you dumb motherfucker. Fucking <laughs> gone. All right, we should wrap, we should wrap this up. It's gone on. Yeah, this was this was good. This, this was, was good, a, guys. This was a solid run. Well, to our our four listeners, thank you very much for listening to Red Channel Condition. Uh, join us next time where we discuss some semi relevant topics about science, technology, and current events. Thank you. Hey, it was fun. <laughs>